Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 473, and today I am pumped because we are going to do something a little bit different here today. I'm going to actually give you guys a 24-hour challenge to do. Now, this is for anyone right now that is either stuck or maybe in the process of finding their first product. It's what we're calling the new product discovery 24-hour challenge. I'm going to give you three action steps today that you can do immediately. I'm going to walk you through exactly what it will look like and how you can participate for free. All you have to do is do the exercises. You guys know I'm always talking about taking action. Well, this is one of those times that I want you to go through and complete these three action steps. And I want you to really commit to this, okay? Because it's like 24 hours. Like who can't do a 24 hour challenge right now? You're not going to be up all night for 24 hours. Like I'm telling you, you got to be on a treadmill for 24 hours, right? But this is where I want you to actually go through this process again. Like this is for anyone that is stuck in this process or maybe even someone that is uh, already launched and they want to figure out the next product, or maybe they want to build this into a brand. This will help you in that process, all right? And the reason why I wanted to do this is because I know that a lot of people struggle in this phase. Like, if I can't get you past this phase, I can't I can't talk about launching. I can't talk about email list building. I can't talk about brand building. I can't talk about any of that stuff because you guys are still stuck in this one phase. So that's what I want to do here today is I want to get you through this this first phase, all right, which is product discovery, all right? Now, I need you to ask yourself this question, though. Do you want to sell a product or do you want to start a business? I'm going to let you think about that for a second because there is a difference. Now, either one is cool. I'm fine with it, but there's a different a different mindset, a different thing that we need to consider here, all right? Because when you're, you're just out there trying to find a product to, to turn a profit real quick, Uh, you know, you're not really starting a business. It's kind of like you're out there doing a little bit of a side hustle, which is totally cool. I've done it, been there. Uh, Actually, I just did a YouTube video not that long ago showing my bridges that I was selling uh, to put my kids through private school. If you missed that, I'll link it up in the show notes to today's episode, which will be theamazingseller.com forward slash 473. If you want to see that episode, I'll, I'll put that in there for you. Uh, But yeah, that's what I did. Like I went out and I found some stuff that was selling on eBay and I went out and I found some product and I just went ahead and bought them for 25, 30 bucks. I think it was like 25 bucks, maybe 30 with tax. And I was selling them for 130 to 150 bucks at times. Uh, So if you're looking to do that, totally cool. You can do that. But understand, you're probably not going to go out there and go through like the entire process of finding a product And then trying to get that product to sell over and over and over again, because that can be risky because usually you're talking about trends or you're talking about something that could be hot now and, and isn't so hot, you know, or maybe a whole bunch of competitors come in and you're, you're kind of standing with one product. Like, I don't really want to do that. If we're going to do that, like I said, then go down the retail arbitrage, you know, model, use that model, like use that, that path. All right. And if you guys are brand new and you don't know what retail arbitrage is, it's pretty simple. It's kind of what I was doing. And I didn't even know I was doing it back then. It's where you go out, you find product that you can buy for, you know, let's like for my example, it was 20, 25 bucks, 20, 30 bucks, whatever it was. And I was able to sell it for over a hundred bucks. I turned a pretty good profit. Even after eBay fees and stuff, I was pocketing some good money, right? So you can find those products and there's retail arbitrage. That's what we call that uh, online arbitrage, which is very similar. You just don't go into retail stores. 
Um, and it's what we call flipping products. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. You find stuff you can buy low and you sell it high and you can sell that on eBay. You can sell it on Amazon. You can sell it on Etsy. You can sell it on all different platforms. It doesn't really matter. All you're looking to do is just flip that product. Heck, you can just launch it, uh, you know, to your, to your local Craigslist, or, you know, maybe you've got an app there locally on a Facebook page that you're, that you're, uh, you're tied to, or that, that you're, you're using. Uh, so that's what you can do, right? Like, so that's fine. What I'm going to be talking about more today is about people that want to start a business because I look at business or businesses as products, right? Like products that serve a market that's business doing like a little bit of retail arb or something like that. It can turn into kind of a business, but it's really hard to scale because you never know your inventory. You don't know who your market is because you're selling in, you know, across a whole bunch of different categories. And we've talked about this in, in even like the open brand. Like if you have an open brand, that might just be where you're going to buy small runs and just test a whole bunch. That's fine. It's kind of like retail arbitrage. It's kind of like wholesale. All right. So it's totally fine. I'm not going to be talking about that here today. Okay. And this challenge is not, is not a, a based around that. Okay. And what I really want you to do is kind of open your mind, forget everything else right now. Just forget everything else right now. Don't worry about tools right now. We're not going to think about tools. I don't want you to get, uh, you know, cluttered in the, 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 the tool world where you got to go out there and think about, okay, I've got to get a tool. I got to get, you know, you might already have tools. That's fine. You're not going to use them right now. Okay. We don't need to use those. What I'm going to give you is something you can do and you can flush this stuff out and then also you can go through this process so this way here you can see if you can narrow in on a market and then we can start thinking about products and all that good stuff, all right? So if you're cool with that, then get ready to play along and I hope that you do play along because it's not going to cost you anything, totally free. All you got to do is actually do the work. You got to take some action, all right? One thing I would like you to do is I would like you to go through this process and then I would like you to visit the TAS Facebook page, okay, or the group, and the link to this will be theamazingseller.com forward slash challenge, all right, and just go there, and I'll tell you towards the end here what else to do, but just go there and let us know after you've completed the 24-hour challenge, let us know how it felt, let it, let us know if it, if it, you know, if you discovered some new opportunities that you weren't aware of, or maybe even just if it gave you a new a new way of thinking, because that's really what I want you guys to understand. We're building a skill here. This is a skill set that you can use now or five years from now. Doesn't really matter. Okay, you have nothing to lose other than to go through this process. But just do that for me, so this way here we can see who's playing along. The other cool thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly pick a couple, maybe two, three uh, different people, just randomly in the comments of that Facebook post. And I will select three winners. I'll, I'll do three winners and we'll give away some t-shirts, some take action t-shirts. All right. So that's what you guys have to gain there as well. So let's have some fun with it, right? Like let's make this fun and let's learn in the process. This is exactly the same process that we've recently used to build a six figure brand. It's everything I do on a daily basis, to be honest with you. Because I'm going through this process and then once I discover an idea, whether it's me stumbling on it and then I go and start digging into that market or whether from that point I go ahead and I do a little bit more digging to see if it's something I want to get involved in or maybe something else that I can add to a current brand. All right. So what do you say? Let's, let's jump into these action steps. Let's get right to it. Now, like I said, there are going to be some rules. Actually, there's one big rule that I'm going to give you guys right now. 
Number one, forget everything else for the next 24 hours and just commit to this challenge, okay? You have nothing to lose. All you have to do is commit to this process for the next 24 hours. And like I said, it's not a constant 24 hours. You could make it that, but you're not going to. Just commit to a day, right, to go through this process, all right? Sit down, carve out a little bit of time, and do it, all right? So action step number one is discovery mode. This is what we're calling discovery mode. This is, and a lot of people that I mention this to, they're like, oh, come on, Scott, it's too easy. Like, what are you talking about? Just go through this process, okay? And and just enjoy the process, but just commit to this process. Number one is your touch list. And I talk a lot about this on my workshops or I talk about it, just anyone that I talk to, I'm like, listen, if you don't know where to start, you need to start with a touch list. And the touch list has helped me find numerous products, whether it's in a brand that I'm helping someone with, or if it's my own personal brand or even the new brand, okay? Now, what is a touch list exactly? Well, if you guys don't know, let me explain really quickly. The first thing that you want to do is you want to be writing things down that you are touching on a daily basis. That's as easy as it is, okay? Now, you are going to have different things come on your list throughout the year. Like, things are going to appear. Things are going to happen. And I'm going to go over a couple of examples here of how this can be. But you are going to probably have new things come on your touch list because you are going through different things or something else just happened or you're looking for something now because you're interested in it, whatever, it's going to change. But right now, just commit to writing things down that you touch on a daily basis. And the easiest way to do this is the minute you wake up in the morning, start writing things down. Yes, writing things down on a pad of paper, using a pen, and then just write them down, every single thing you touch. Then you can go back to that list and you can start to dig into it, and that's where we're gonna go in action step number two, but let's just keep here for a second. So your discovery mode is really just discovering ideas, okay? Not necessarily even products. They, they are gonna start with products probably, but it's gonna lead us to finding markets or niches or niches, okay? So touch list, your passions and your hobbies, that's another list. And then another list is your problems, okay? Now, problems could be you just had a flat tire, okay? That's a problem. Put it down. You could have a problem that uh, maybe you just had some knee surgery, okay? Or maybe you've had chronic back, you know, uh, issues for the longest time and you've been just being immersed in like figuring this out and, and wanting to, you know, figure out how to make your back better. Maybe you've learned a ton through this because you've been doing your own research and now you know that there's different things that you've had to buy to help in that. And now you could help other people, you could educate other people, like all of that stuff. And we'll get into that stuff once we get into that market, but just understand that those things are potential products slash brands that you could create, okay? Another example here is, you know, my father had uh, a hip surgery. He had back surgery, poor guy, Uh, you know, so he's got some issues there with that stuff. He's learned a ton going through that process. So he could technically, you know, go out there and serve that market because he's been in it. He is in it, right? So every day of his life, he's going through this stuff and there's certain things that he's had to purchase. There's certain things that help him manage his day better because of it. There's things that he's had for rehab, All that stuff that I don't think about necessarily because it's not in my life. Well, it is. He's my father and I hear about it, but he's in it. You know what I'm saying, right? Write that stuff down. Whether it's you or whether it's someone that you, uh, you know, that you care about that has these issues that they're dealing, like you need to open up your mind to think about things that are happening in your world 
because your things are happening differently than, than this person over here or this person over here. Okay. Not everyone has the same issues going on right now, maybe eventually, but not right now. Same thing with passions and hobbies. There's things that you are passionate about that someone else might not be. And yes, someone could argue and say, well, you know, people already play guitar. There's already people out there selling guitar stuff. Yes, there are, but you can still build a brand in it. Cause when you're building a brand, it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to launch products. Once you figure out that you can build a brand and then start getting leverage by the other components of that brand, which we'll talk about here. All right. So I just want you to open your mind here on the first action step and that's discovery mode. That's your touch list. That's your passions, your hobbies, your problems lists. These are all lists that I want you to create. Okay. That's step one. Just write them down, flush them out. All right. Now, number two, finding markets or niches or niches. Uh, you want to look through your lists and find markets. Markets are basically everyone that is included in that thing, right? So again, if I give you an example, I've got a bunch of them here. I want to give you in like groups and categories and stuff like that. But like, let's just say, for example, I'm in fishing. Well, that's a fishing market because people that are interested in fishing, we call that a market. Okay. Now we could drill down a little bit deeper and say, well, I'm into bass fishing. Okay, now we've just went down a little bit and we'll talk a little bit about that more, but I don't really want you to get too, too deep in that right now, but understand we can go sub sub market inside of a main market. So fishing is kind of broad, but then we have ice fishing. We have deep sea fishing. We have bass fishing. We have fly fishing. So all these sub markets, right? And then I just kind of literally when I was putting together these notes, I just randomly just kind of threw out some of these ideas. So we have fishing, cycling. Okay. Runner, like a runner, uh, Jeep owner, knitting, softball, mechanic, chiropractor, uh, skincare, podcaster, finance, piano, volleyball, kids activities, homeschooling, basketball, bowling, gardening, greenhouse, etc. Now I just literally just threw those out there as I was just thinking, what could I give these guys as ideas of markets? There they are. And there's a ton more. All right. Now someone would say, well, Scott, what chiropractor, what do you mean? You may be a chiropractor or you may know someone that's a chiropractor and you're trying to get into this, you know, building a brand, uh, you know, an e-commerce brand. Well, if you're a chiropractor, you know, a ton about that market and you know that there's a lot of different, you know, recovery things that have to be purchased and, and, and things that you could recommend that could potentially be your products. Give you another example. I was at a live event with a veterinarian and they specialize in doing surgery on these dogs. And they actually have a digital business where they teach other vets how to do these certain surgeries, but they are not selling any of the instruments. They're not selling any of the accessories to help these surgeons do the work. And that was a big light bulb, light bulb moment for this, this vet. Like, wow, really? Like I could, I could create my own products. I could customize them the way I want and make them my own and private. Yes, you can. Right. So it's kind of like an eye opener sometimes. Like, so if you are a chiropractor, if you are, you know, maybe a dentist, I actually have a neighbor that is a dentist and you know, they were talking to me about this stuff. And again, they're very busy. So someone that's a dentist or even a chiropractor might not be for you, but it was still kind of like a light bulb moment for them because, you know, there's a whole bunch that they could, that they could do, especially because they have the expertise because they have the credentials, right? So again, just throwing stuff out there. You might know someone 
that is, you know, a chiropractor or a dentist or whatever, right? You can tap into that. All right. Skincare, same thing. I'm not into skincare, but you might know a dermatologist or someone else that's a dermatologist, or maybe you are a dermatologist, right? So you have an advantage. A podcaster, I just threw that in there. Like I said, so like me, I'm a podcaster and there's a bunch of us out there. There's different things that we need and, uh, and that we could serve that market. All right. So there's a whole bunch that we could do here. We can go into this stuff. Homeschooling. I threw that out there. Uh, because years ago when my 22 year old, uh, when she was younger, I think we homeschooled for a couple of years. I know people that do still homeschool and there's people around here, um, that do, and you know, that's great, but there's things that you need for homeschooling. You know, there's, there's certain things that you need to purchase. So if that's you, if you're in that world, maybe that's you that's listening right now, there's a whole market there for you, right? Cause you're in it, you're doing it. Uh, so there's a whole bunch that you can do inside of these different markets. Now, these are just a handful. Like I said, I just kind of threw these out there, things that came top of mind for me. All right. I mean, my daughter's into volleyball. My son's into basketball. My father's into bowling. That's kind of how I did it. Right. I just kind of threw it out there. A chiropractor. I know a guy down the road here just met him the other other uh, week and we got talking. And he's a chiropractor, uh, skin care. I know someone that is a dermatologist. Uh, there's uh, someone that's a dentist here. I didn't even write that one down. There's one, you know, I, so there's all this a Jeep owner. I'm a Jeep owner now. I just discovered that market wasn't aware of it until I started looking for a Jeep. All of this stuff is helping me find markets. Okay. So that's action. Step two: find the markets, go through your lists and start to maybe organize them or group them into markets or categorize them. However you want to do it. And you probably want to create a little spreadsheet here. Use Google drive. They have a free service there for you to use. So you don't have to worry about learning any new software. Really. It's a spreadsheet and just go ahead and start listing all this stuff in there. Now I would say, try to figure out your first choice. If you could choose what would be fun or do you know something that is, or someone that is an expert in this market, or maybe you are the expert in this market. Okay. Maybe you are a mechanic that works on the weekends on your car and you love it and you know so much about this and you would love to be able to number one, show other people what you're doing, maybe on a YouTube channel or something. And then from there you could roll out your own products. Maybe it's one of those, uh, one of those towel things that goes over the fender when you're leaning over working on your car, right? Like there's so much that you can do, but you need to, you need to figure that out. But if, if you have something that would be a first choice, Look at that one first. Like, why not try to do something that you're passionate about? Why not do something that you could wake up every day and be excited about? Like, I know a lot of people say, well, don't chase the passion, chase the money. I get it, right? We still have to figure out if there's a market there that we can serve, but why not try to, you know, have a brand that you genuinely have fun in or that you know something about that's not going to be that hard to figure out, okay? So try to make that your first choice. All right, moving on to uh, action step number three. This is what I'm calling validation drill down. All right. This is where we're going to choose one or two markets to explore. Okay. Or also niches or niches. I just love saying that. Uh, all right. So create that spreadsheet, do that in like Google drive, search on Facebook and YouTube. Let's start with Facebook, Facebook, go there and type in something with group. So fishing group. Okay. Bass fishing group. Uh, you know, let's say a cycling group, running group, Jeep group, knitting group, softball group, like just do that and start discovering, start seeing 
if there is a Facebook group or community out there or communities. I'd like to see more than one. This allows me to validate that there's a market here that are that are there, they're talking, they're consuming, they're buying. All of that stuff can be done just with that simple exercise. That's what we're calling, again, validation drill down. This is where we've kind of seen a market. Now we said, let's go ahead and see if this is actually something that people are, are actually involved in, okay? So Facebook is a great place to do this. It's great to actually drill in and see if there's any groups out there or even fan pages, all right? Now, the next place I would go is YouTube. Now, YouTube is a great place for how-tos. So just type in how to fish, see what comes up, right? How to, uh, you know, be a marathon runner, put that in, right? Uh, you know, maybe uh, how to Jeep and put something in there and see what comes up. If you can do the how-to and there's a market there for that that's supplying this content to the market and you can see it's got 100,000 views. It's got a, they've got a subscriber base of 100,000 or 50,000 or 25,000 or whatever. This does two things. Number one, it shows you that people are out there searching for content around your market. Okay, that's number one. Number two, it also shows you that there is potential influencers out there that already have established their their uh, their channel and they have people following them, they're putting out content and you could potentially partner with them or you could potentially reach out to them and say, hey, I've got these products I would like you to look at, I'd like to send them to you, let me know what you think, if you could just review them, whatever, or maybe they already have something set up where they'll advertise for you. But that is how you can instantly kind of tap into the market on YouTube. Now, I would say if you have the expertise or if you know someone with the expertise, start creating your own content on YouTube. But the cool thing about Facebook and YouTube is when we start to build our email list inside of our brand, which again will give us leverage when we do want to launch our products on Amazon, because we always want to launch on Amazon just because it's our launch pad. That's what we're calling our launch pad. Then we can start selling outside of Amazon, but that email list will allow us to do our ranking and all that stuff, right? But we're not going to get into that today, okay? But that's why we're looking at this part, right? We're looking at Facebook to find groups or pages, and then we're looking at YouTube because we can then align ourselves with these markets, but we're also validating that the market exists, all right? And we can start to really listen in on the conversations in this market, all right? Maybe you are into yoga, and you go to a yoga Facebook group and you hear people talking all about what they're doing in their exercise routines and what they wish they had or they've tried this product but they wish it did this. There's so much that you can do there. Now, is this going to require a little bit more work when you build a brand? Yes, but is it better for the long term? Yes, 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 all right? Now, the other thing that I would look at in this stage here in the validation drill down is are there products that they are buying and are there three to five products that come right to your head. Did you hear that? That's a snap of the finger. Did you immediately think, like if I thought of fishing, let's say bass fishing, I'd say a lure, a pole, a net, a vest, a tackle box. Like that's right off the top of my head. Like I know there's more. And if I even went a little bit further and I actually did this before because we were actually on a class hangout and we discovered that there's a kayak fishing, a bass fishing group. Um, and that's all they do. They do tournaments when you you go into bass fishing tournaments, but you have to use a kayak. So there's going to be accessories for that market that wouldn't exist if you're on just a bass fishing boat, right? There's different accessories that need to that need to be able to be useful on that kayak. All right. So again, that's how we're exploring these ideas. But you want to be able to come up with three to five. You don't want to be struggling going, hmm, I don't know. What would they buy? I'm not really sure. Hmm. 
um, they might buy that. No, I want it. Boom, 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 boom. I want to know that I can think of three to five products. Now, don't worry about right now the numbers. Don't worry about, you know, does the number match up in Jungle Scout? Does the, or whatever tool you're using, does it, you know, does it meet the criteria? Don't worry about that right now. Right now, we're just flushing out ideas because I can almost guarantee you if you find that market that you can go into, then you can find products in there with less competition that you could start with and then graduate to more competitive products because now you have the momentum, you also have the email list, you also have your social media platform, like all that stuff is built and then that way there it's going to make it easier for when you launch those other products. So we can gradually get into more competitive products, but we could probably always find something that's low barrier to entry to get started with. And that's why I love doing this. Okay. So three to five products, top of your head, write those down. Okay. Make a list of all the potential products that they could buy. Just keep writing. The other thing is you might just want to go explore. If it's on Amazon, see what's frequently bought together. Go to eBay, uh, go to all of these other platforms, Etsy, uh, you know, go to your local big box stores and see what's in the aisle. Like, Go there and explore, okay? Again, this is your 24-hour challenge, so you will be busy, right? You got to do all this stuff, but I want you to do it. And you know what? If it takes you two days, it takes you two days. But I wanted to give you guys like a time like a time limit because I want you guys to do it. I want you guys to get in there and do it. I think you could do it in 24 hours. You got to just commit to it, right? I mean, you could wake up in the morning, do your touch list all day. Uh, then at night or in, in that evening, you can do finding the markets. And then in the third part of the validation and stuff, you could then do that the following day. You're within 24 hours. You could do it totally. Okay. Totally easy. You could do that. All right. Now, like I said, at this point, don't worry about sales numbers or competition at this stage. We don't care about that right now. Okay. We do not care about that. I don't want you to think about that because I don't want that to lock you up. All right. Now, before moving on, Okay, because those are the three main action steps I want you to do. But before moving on, I want you to ask these questions. All right, so pay attention. Now, again, I'm going to drop all this stuff in the show notes. You're probably going to want to come back to this one, theamazingseller.com forward slash 473. All right, now, all right, let's talk about this. Number one, did I find a market? Okay, that's a question. You got to ask yourself that. Did you? Didn't you? Okay. Two, is there people actively in these groups or publishing content on YouTube? Okay. That's question number two. Question number three, are there three to five products that they buy or that they're buying? Okay. Number four, could I build an email list in this market? Okay. So if they're buying products, then the answer to number four should be yes, because you could just bundle those products together and use that as your giveaway or as your contest to attract people that are in that market to build your email list. Okay, we talk all about that in our build list workshop, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Again, I will drop that in the show notes. All right, number five, are people consuming how-to or content-based information? Why is this important to me? Because when I build my email list, I want to be able to go out there and give people resources or content. I want to be like the reporter in my market to get started. I don't even have to create my own content and I can give them value and show them that I am in this market and that I'm going to give them useful information. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is I get good ideas of what people are, are paying attention to. Uh, you know, maybe it's a how to on how to, uh, you know, catch, you know, a five pound bass on this certain lure. Well, there's a certain lure that it's going to show me that that's the product that people are buying because they want to catch this five pound bass. You get what I'm saying. Okay. Number six, 
Could I find influencers in this market? Again, by looking at YouTube or even Facebook, that's going to allow me to see influencers and then that I can answer that question. Okay. And then number seven, is this a trend? Is this something that's just trending right now? Is this the next fidget spinner? Right. You know, is it something now you could have a, a slight trend in a market that, you know, everyone's trying to use this certain lure. And then after, you know, a year it goes away. I'm okay with that kind of, because, you know, I still have the market. I'm still going to be able to serve that same market. I'm going to do all that work to, to really build my brand. That's just one product. It may fizzle. That's okay. As long as I'm smart about it, but you want to look at trends overall. And you can do that by looking at Google trends. And we've talked about that in the past as well. And then number eight is, is this seasonal kind of similar to trends, but that there could, could mean that, you know, bass fishing is really, you know, hot in the spring and it kind of dies off in the summer or maybe the, you know, vice versa, whatever, but it's still steady throughout the year. It's just not as, not much of a spike or as much of a spike as it is in those seasonal. That's okay. I'm okay with that. It's the seasonal stuff like Christmas, Halloween, like holiday type stuff or seasons or Maybe you have something uh, that's like a snow shovel that is going to be used if we get snow. Like, you know, you don't want those in your brand unless you're building out your brand and you understand that it is a seasonal item. Okay. You just need to be aware of that. But I would like that to be, no, it's not seasonal. Okay. Is this a trend? No, it's not a trend. I would like that, especially moving forward. Okay. Now, once you've answered these questions, then you can move on to product selection And what is the first product that you are going to launch in this brand? That's what's going to happen after this. Okay. But again, we got to get through this 24 hour challenge that I'm giving you guys before you can even move on to that next part, because that's when we're going to start looking at the numbers. That's when we're going to start looking at the criteria, things that we've talked about in the past, but we're not going to get there until we've went through this first initial three part action step plan. Okay. Now, this is what I would say. Start here just to start discovering products or additional products. Start by, again, going to these platforms, eBay, Etsy, Amazon, Walmart.com, Alibaba and AliExpress. Go there and just get ideas. Not that you're going to source any products, just for ideas. All right. Uh, And then the last one is like big box stores like Target, Kohl's, if you have them around you or whatever big box store, Lowe's, Home Depot, depending on the market you're looking at, a music store, fishing store, etc. You get what I'm saying, right? You want to go to those stores and actually look and see what they have that is surrounding that market. Okay. But look anywhere your market would shop. All right. That's what you want to do. All right. So the 24 hour challenge starts right now for you. Okay. If you're interested, if you want to take action on this, there is no excuses. All you have to do is take action and do it. That's it. Okay. Nothing to buy, nothing to, uh, nothing to download. You just got to do it. All right. And like I said, you have nothing to lose. The cool thing about this though, is you're kind of like retraining your mindset or you're getting the right mindset, depending on where you're starting in this process. All right. Because when you come across another idea, whether it's tomorrow or a month from now, you're going to go through this exact same process. And I'll share the Jeep story really quickly. Again, if you guys missed it, I was in the process of looking for a Jeep. I wasn't a year ago, but I did, you know, about four months ago, right? So as I'm going through that process, I started being educated on Jeeps and the salesman was really educating me. He was telling me, oh, there's, there's all these groups, these meetups that you guys can go to. Um, you know, some people are really the ones that are kind of like decking out there, you know, really like, you know, customizing the look of it. They're not getting it dirty. And there's some that are just getting the thing muddy as heck, right? So there's all these different like subgroups in this Jeep community, 
but it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's its own little community. And I'm like, holy crap. So I went home and I went through this exact process to look and see, wow, is there a market? Are there Facebook groups? Are there YouTube channels? What are people buying? Like all of that stuff. I went through that same process that I just shared with you here, but I didn't have that on my touch list a year ago, but I had it then. All right. So that's kind of how it works. Now, the other thing I want to say is just remember that it is getting harder out there. Yes. To build an e-commerce brand. Okay. But if you only are launching on Amazon and if you're only focusing on one product, then yes, it will be hard. It will be harder. If you're building an e-commerce brand and you're going into this thing for the long-term play, to me, it's worth the work. And to me, that will be here. Okay. Because when you're building a brand, you are, you're leveraging your assets like an email list, like your social media that you're building, right? You're, you're building all of that stuff. And then that way there, you have so much more leverage than anyone else that's coming into the market, especially people that are just coming in and thinking they're going to go on Amazon. They're going to find a product. They're going to launch it and they're going to be a millionaire. Like that's not going to happen. And if it does, it's going to be like really short lived. Okay. The other cool thing is when you're building a brand is you can find a target targeted audiences that you can take Facebook ads or YouTube ads and you can target those people. That's the other cool thing. Cause we know who they are. All right. So let's, uh, let's get to it. Let's, let's kind of wrap up here. Uh, I also wanted to give you guys uh, an announcement here that, uh, we just decided to do, which is kind of right along the lines of what we just talked about. But before I do, I want you guys to do this challenge. I want you guys to go to the amazingseller.com forward slash challenge. And I want you to let us know how you did, how did, how did it feel? Did you discover things? Did you, uh, did you find it hard? What did you find hard about it? What did you find easy about it? What did you, uh, was there a light bulb moment that, that, you know, came about? Like, I want to hear, I want you guys to be involved with each other. I want you to help each other, but I also want you guys to go there as another part of this challenge to check in because it's kind of like an accountability thing. I've given you a time frame to do it in, and now I've given you a place to check in. All right. So the amazing forward slash challenge. I'm going to be selecting three winners randomly out of those comments. I'm going to be giving three shirts away. They are our take action shirts for all of you guys out there that are take action people, uh, which I think a lot of you are. Um, so definitely go check in on that page, the amazing forward slash challenge. All right. So here's what I want to announce here today. This is something that's been in the works for the past, probably two maybe even three months. Myself and my team have been really thinking hard about how we can help in this phase. What what can we do to get people through this phase other than this 24-hour challenge? This was the first part, and that will get you started. And some of you, it's just going to get you through that phase and or on to the second part of the product selection phase, which that might be all you need, and that's cool. But what I wanted to do is create something that we're calling now our product discovery bootcamp. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, it will be the first class that we do will be in beta, meaning it is going to be live. It is going to also be us going through this entire process. It's going to be a four week training. Week one, we're calling product discovery mode, finding products that lead us to markets. Okay. And we're going to actually be going through live examples of us doing it, myself and Chris Schaefer. Week two will be market drill down. 
Again, we're going to do exactly what I shared here, but we're going to go really deep. And we're going to show you looking over our shoulder how we're doing it and giving you real examples because a lot of people need examples. Week three, product and market validation. This is where we're going to be choosing potential winners, okay? And then in week four, we're going to be doing final validation, and this is where we're going to be sourcing our samples, but also looking at sourcing to see if it even makes sense because part of the validation process is can we even source a product that will come in at a price that we can sell it for and still make a profit. So that's another part. That's like the final validation piece. And then from there, we're going to be able to make that decision. Do we move on or not? Do we go back at some of our, our other markets that we could potentially go into? So that's what we're going to be doing. If you are interested in attending and joining us in this product discovery bootcamp, depending on when you're listening to it, you can head over to product discoverybootcamp.com. Again, that's productdiscoverybootcamp.com. It is going to be totally affordable, but you are going to be able to go through this entire process. And after week four, you should have a market selected. You should have a product selected and you should have a sample in hand. All right. That is the goal. And we want to get you through this process and this way here, you understand exactly how we do it, but then how you can do it as well. And then also it's training you to be able to do this over and over and over again. All right. So again, if you're interested, head over to productdiscoverybootcamp.com. If it is closed by the time you listen to this, just hop on the early registration list. We will be opening it up to the public um, after we get through this first round. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may already be open, but it may not as well. So just go there, productdiscoverybootcamp.com if you're interested in joining us in this four-week training, and I would love to see you there and uh, going through this entire process with us. I'm really, really excited about this Product Discovery Bootcamp. Super excited. Can't wait to get started. All right, guys. So again, just to recap here, okay, for this 24-hour challenge, here are the action steps. One, your discovery mode, your touch list, your passions, your hobbies, your problems list. Create those. Do those. Two, action step number two, finding your markets. Look through lists and find the markets, all right? You can group them. You can categorize them. Again, writing them down. Things like fishing, cycling, running, Jeep owners, knitting. Like, you get the idea, right? All through that. Start creating those groups and categories, all right? And try to figure out that first choice that you would love to be building a brand around. And then three is the validation drill down. This is where you're going to choose one to two markets to explore. You're going to create a spreadsheet, Google Drive. That's an easy way to do it. Search on Facebook and YouTube to see if there's already groups and channels out there actively in that community, in that market. Are there products that are already selling and are they already buying? Three to five, they should come real easy to you right off the bat. And then make a list of all the potential products that they could buy. Just keep writing the list and do not worry about competition. Don't worry about criteria. None of that stuff at this phase. And when you get done, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash challenge and let us know that you did it and let us know how it felt. All right, and let us know if you had some light bulb moments there. Love to hear that as well. All right, guys, so that is going to wrap up this episode. Remember, the show notes and the transcripts can all be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 473, and you can grab them all over there. All right, guys, so that's it. That's the final wrap. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. You know what I'm going to say. Take Action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.